You've been working hard and you've been dieting for months, but you still can't seem to lose that stubborn belly fat. You're starting to think that it's just never going to go. You're so frustrated because no matter what you do, it just won't disappear. Losing belly fat doesn't have to be hard. In fact, in the belly fat code, I show you that it can be downright easy. The belly fat code is your roadmap to a smaller waistline. I will show you how to make losing weight feel easy and effortless. No more grueling workouts or restricted diets. The Belly Fat Code is coming back in spring of 2023. So make sure you hop on the list if you are telling yourself that weight loss is your top priority for 2023. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back and listen to today's show. All right. Today's iTunes review of the week is brought to you by C. Hayes 77. I am so happy to have found this podcast. I look forward to listening to the new episode every week. I just finished the latest episode on lifting weights and loved it. I listened to it three times because it's so informative. I feel like I have a trainer in my ear when I listened and a friend to chat with along with the things I love, fitness. Ah, thank you so much, C. Hayes. That just fills my heart so full. So anyone else has a review, please absolutely share it with me. I love this and I appreciate every single review that I get. It just melts my heart that I am sharing the information that is going to be helpful for you to make sure that health and fitness is easy for you. All right, Magic Makers, today I want to have a conversation about what is accountability? What are the two things that keep us from hitting our weight loss goals, our fitness goals? Heck, any goal that we're trying to achieve, what are the two things that keep us from doing that? And the two and the two things I see regularly is one, accountability, and two, consistency. All right. So, you know, I always got to start you off with a definition. So what does that what does that mean? So first let's talk about consistency. Why consistency is what are the things that I can do regularly at like 80%? And the best thing I ever heard was I am a recovering perfectionist, and many of you listening, you are too. I um I can't remember who said this, but it wasn't me, but it was brilliant. Um she said, I one of the ways I had to get out of my own way is that I <coughs> excuse me, I had to go for the B minus. Right. All of us are trying to go for that A plus, try to be perfect, trying to, you know, find that perfect snowflake. Right. There's no such thing as a perfect snowflake. Every snowflake is a snowflake. So I was, you know, always trying to get the A plus, always trying to nail it on the first try. And when it comes to life, like we can't nail it on the first try. And, you know, I always use the example of a child. You know, when you see a child 
you know, doing something for this first time, walking. Do you ever say, you know what, when you start to walk, you shouldn't do that drunken sailor kind of walk. You should just get up and like go from walking to running in 2.2 seconds. No, we're like, all right, get up. We're very encouraging. Yet for us, when we're trying on new things, we're like, if we don't nail it on the first try, we suck. And it's a sign I suck and I should never try again, blah, blah, blah. All the, you know, my noise that we start going on. So one of the, the first places that I see people always getting, you know, tripped up on is being consistent because they think consistency has all these rules, right? To be consistent, I must, and it's just like, do it every single day. It must be hard. I must struggle, blah, 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 blah. And then that's what gets us out of that consistency rule is that it all it takes is like one thing. And, you know, the, the, the best example or two examples to describe it is that, you know, the things I hear regularly as, you know, I've been in the business for over 15 years. What I hear regularly, oh, the holidays, I just can't. I just can't. The holidays are just too busy. I can't. Um, summer, oh, when the, the kids are out, I just can't, right? And so for many of us, we just take our results and we just put it on the shelf. And I work with a lot of teachers and, you know, they will like be full bore, you know, from May through Labor Day. And then I don't hear from them again until Christmas. Like, all right, I got four weeks to get it together. And I'm like, okay. If we take a step back and say, why are we always having these stops and starts is because we're trying to do all the things, but we're not trying to figure out how can I still be consistent with my health when I have life, right? All of us have life. We have jobs, we have families, we have other obligations that we try to get going. So the thing that keeps us from, from getting our goals, keeping our goals, keeping the results that we want is that we don't have the consistency. And so that means we got to stop following the rules. We have to stop seeking perfection, right? We're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be that person who gets up from a crawling state to a walking state to a running state all in a matter of moments, right? And then the, the other piece is like, our expectations. We expect, you know, maybe you were at a party and you see so-and-so and you're like, Sharon, girl, you look good. How'd you do it? And they tell you whatever diet it is that they did. And like, oh, I lost 20 pounds in two minutes and you can do it too. And then you're like, you you don't lose 20 pounds. You lose two. And you're like, that sucks. And you're off to the next thing. So we have to start coming up with ourselves, with coming up with realistic expectations, real expectations of how long it's going to take us to lose the weight, realistic expectations of how we work, how our bodies work. But we also need to be able to come up with, I call them non-squishy goals, right? We're going to talk about that later on in, in the podcast, but non-squishy goals, because I see it all the time. You know, someone that's like, like, they're like, oh, you know, what's your resolution this year? Get healthy. Healthy is a big word. Like define you, the word healthy for you. Because if I say healthy, what do I, how what do I know that I'm working towards? Like maybe in your mind you think you know what healthy is, but let's spell it out so that when I'm taking actions, I ask myself the question, is this getting me to where I want to go? And I don't think many of us ask ourselves that question because we we, we kind of get caught up in these mindsets of like, it must be hard, you know, it, even though I feel like I'm not getting results, I must do this because I've always done it or this is the way so-and-so told me to do it. And we're not doing that, that, that check-in with ourselves, right? There's always the check-in is like, is this working for me, right? And it could be just results-wise, it just could be 
is it you know mentally challenging for me? Am I always hungry? Like, do I have no energy? Do it just just suck? You know, we always have to be asking ourselves that question because that's how we're going to get to a consistency. Is that we're what can we do on a regular basis? And it's not this like I can only do this if like the stars align and you know Mars is in line with Venus and blah 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 blah. No, it's like we need to find a place that says this is what consistency looks like for me. And it might look, actually, not might, it will look different from what what I feel is consistent for me than to what someone else feels consistent. And because I see it all the time, I ask clients and I say, all right, so give me one to three things that you can do consistent on a regular basis. And they're like, well, ah, ooh, ah. And then they rattle off like 20 things. I was like, okay, pare it down. Like, this is like your busiest time you know, the busiest time, it's like the kids are home and, you know, they're going buck wild. It's the holidays and you're, you're hosting. What is it that you can do, right? Keep it really simple because so many people want to do more things, but if like, I can't consistently do it, then I'm going to be pissed and I'm always going to be off looking for this shortcut, looking for this, this hack, this tips, this trick, this blah, 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 right? Versus like, sitting down and just saying, you know what, what are the things that I know I can always do? And some of the things that I, you know, you know, we can get deeper into, like, what are some of the, and, you know, I always tell people, let's focus on the things that are going to move the dial, right? So it's like moving the dial are like things that are just actually going to give me the biggest results. If you're choosing between, I'm only going to eat spinach and I'm 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 not going to eat uh, beets, bah! Apples and oranges, right? It, it, those are those are pebbles, right? In the grand scheme of life, you eating, you know, spinach versus eating beets, eh, is that really going to move the dial? You eating more protein versus you eating um, less junk, that's going to really move the dial, right? So start and and as I work with my clients, I start to really help them to hone in because you know if we're all in, out in the social world. You hear, you know, oh, you got to make sure you're eating this superfood and that that superfood and avoid this. And oh, goodness, gluten. Wow. That's just going to blow you up. Right. So it's like we have to start kind of like discerning the information that we take in and start to kind of start to say there's a lot of noise. Right. And so it's kind of like putting on our our headphones of like, what is the Kim frequency so that you're not running around chasing all of these different things because it's too much, right? It's too much. And when you are chasing multiple things, how can you see results? I want you to see results. I want you to say, you know what? I did this three things and 30 days later, boom, this is the results I got, right? That's what I want you to go for versus, oh, I got to, you know, make sure that I'm eating flax seeds. And then I, I, I got to make sure that I'm having ashwagandha. Then I got to make sure that I, I'm having vitamin D and uh, bah, it's too much, too much. Say to yourself, you know, if you have this litany of things that you feel like you have to do, say to you, like, write it down, write it down and say, okay, based on my season, and I usually say seasons are like 90 days. In this next 90 days, what are the one to three things that I can focus on? And this is this is what's going to be my focus for these one to three days, right? That's That's how we get to that consistency point. Then the second piece is accountability, right? 
everyone is accountable to someone else. If I tell you I'm going to meet you for coffee at three o'clock, I'm going to meet your coffee for three o'clock. I mean, now we do have those people who like, if I say three o'clock, I really mean 315. And then you have those people who really mean 330. And if you're those people, get yourself a damn watch. <laughs> I know I am. I am someone who's late. I'm probably might not be there at three o'clock on the button, but I'm like within five minutes because I always think I can get there in less time than I, I can. You know, I think about, uh, you know, you punch something into GPS and it says, oh, you will get there at 3.33. And I'm like, I can beat that. So I don't know if anyone else is like that, but that is how I roll. So it comes to accountability. And so you know you better than anybody else. And so, yes, me as a coach, that's I'm really good at helping you become be accountable. But here is where you really have to just own your stuff. It, it can't be... Um, everyone else uh everyone else's fault right it can't be well you know because i was in uh, uh, because i was i was in school and you know my students require all of the all the attention ah oh, my kids are home and you know i just can't get anything done when the kids are around right we have to start to own our stuff and own why i'm not taking the action Right. Because so many people are like, oh, I'm waiting for motivation. Well, what I know is that motivation comes from action. And the more actions I take, I feel better about it. And the more I feel better about it, the more I'm like, I want that feeling. I want that feeling. So if I continue to do whatever the hell I was doing, I'm going to get that feeling. So the the um the quote that I I like to use is uh, by Arthur Ashe. And so he says this: start where you are use what you have, do what you can. And I think it's it's a great three-step process here because, you know, the first step for anything is you have to be aware. And one of the things when, you know, you work with me, I will always ask you to start with a food log. And my food log isn't to torture you because trust me, I hate a food log as well. But the food log is primarily for me and you to say, okay, I'm asking you to be accountable to what you're putting in your mouth. That's step one. Step two is that how do I know what feedback to give you if I don't know what you're eating? And maybe you're not, maybe you're zoned out or maybe you've just been eating the same darn stuff for God knows how long that you're zoned out. You're like, oh, I don't know. What did I have for breakfast? Ooh, ah, ah, I don't know. Like, what did I have three days ago? Am I mindlessly eating, right? So it's it's here's like, start where you are. We're taking an assessment of like, what's what's exactly happening and then it's like, okay, based on where you are, I don't want to start throwing a whole bunch of new stuff at you. I want to be like, okay, because most of the women who come to me, they're at 70%. And my goal is to get you to at least 80 to 85% so that you were never going to be perfect. I am never going to look for per- perfection from you. I'm going to try to break the perfection out of you so that you finally start to like cut yourself some darn slack. But it's like, okay. This is what we see right now. Now, okay, let's use what we have. So I'm going to tell you 80%, actually 100% of the women that I see come to me, they're under reading protein. So I'm like, okay, instead of taking away food, how do we add food in? You know, so it's like we we start really simple. Let's add in some more protein. Let's add in some more fruits and vegetables. Boom, right? So that you're like, okay, I'm I'm not at the grocery store like, I can't find a kiwi or I can't find, I am new. You're like, okay. She told me to bump up my protein. She told me to, 
you add in more fruits and vegetables. There's a whole darn aisle devoted to both proteins and fruits and vegetables. Okay. So it's like, I'm asking you, and then the third part is do what you can. So I'm asking you to do what you can. And so, you know, recently working with a client and I, I bumped up her protein, you know, I was like, she was easily hitting 130. I was like, let's see if you, we can add just a little bit more into you. And she's like, Kim, that's just, just too much. I, I I just can't do it. And I was like, okay. I was like, we're going to stay, we're going to stay at, at 130 for now. And then, you know, from time to time, I want you to see if you can add in an extra ounce of protein and see how that feels so that we don't you know, jump up to that 140, 150, but we were going to stair step you there, right? So that that quote, I just keep repeating my my head over and over and over again because it works. It for me causes me to slow my booty down, and, and that's what I know. For many of us, we just need to slow our booties down. We just need to press the pause button. I don't know if you um, ever. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Shocking, and. If you go into the podcast app, it you can listen to a podcast at like half speed, a full speed, two times speed, three times speed. So I'm asking us to take it down to like that half speed where the person's like is saying things like this and they are talking. Right. So you might know someone who talks like that in real life, but like they're, you know, I'm asking us to slow it down, take a beat before we start sprinting to the finish line. Okay. Cause you know, uh, the way I get to my goals is the way I keep my goals. So if I get to my goals slow and steady and I freaking crush, I'm going to keep them. All right. So then here's in the accountability space, I have to be honest with myself. What trips me up? What are the things that no matter what I do, I always find myself you know, stumbling over, stumbling over my feet, right? Is it, what is it time? You know, many people are like, oh, I ran out of time. Uh, is it, is it the kids? Uh, is it aging parents? Is it work? Like, what is it that always trips me up so that when you work with a coach, first of all, you have to be open to saying, you know, here's, here's my stuff, right? Open book here. Here's the things that trip me up, but I'm willing to start to brainstorm ways that we can start to navigate around it, right? How do I go over this or under it, around it, or bust right through it so that we start to create um, the best way that I always look at it is, is if then scenarios. You know, um, I was a meeting planner for a really long time. And, you know, you always in your mind, you're like, this is how it's going to happen. You know, this is going to arrive here. Then this is going to arrive here. We're going to put it here, 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 here. And then all of a sudden, all it takes is like, one shipment to just not show up and you're like, darn, okay, you're saying something stronger. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. So you have your meltdown and then you're like, all right, plan B. So always that back in my mind, having a plan B. So this is what it would look like. Um, so when I worked in corporate, I my boss would regularly drop stuff on my desk at like 4.30. And in my mind, I was going to the gym at 5.30. So I would say, all right, if she drops stuff on my desks, I, you know, I was planning on working out, let's just say Monday through Friday. I was planning on working out Monday through Friday. She drops on my desk on Monday. So that means I'm now working out on Saturday, right? I always reserved Saturday and Sunday as my, as my makeup day. If I couldn't get to the gym on Monday through Friday, right? Other thing I started to do, I started to work out in the morning, right? Cause I was like, I like, she never wanted me at six 30 in the morning. And that way I could get up and get 
it done before the day. Or maybe you're finding yourself, this was the other thing, like I just would have these like doozies of a day. And the last thing I wanted to do was go to the gym. And in my mind, I'm like, I just want to lay on my couch and not talk to anybody. <laughs> and so I switched to work out in the morning. So start to think about as you know, like literally press the pause button, brainstorm. What is it that regularly trips me up? You know, I have I have a couple clients who travel trips them up. You know, when they're at home, they live in this really tight box. And then when they go on vacation, it's like, woo, who let the dogs out? And it's like party central. And they, I'm like, how do we start to come up with scenarios so that it's not this like, I live in this little box when I'm home, but as soon as I leave my house, it's like, you know, I am like crazy. You know, it's kind of like um, when uh, people have strict parents and that your parents don't allow you to do anything. Then you go to college and you're like, you know, pretty much like running around like a chicken with your head cut off because like you have so much freedom, you don't know what to do with yourself. So, you know, it's like really kind of working for us to find that like that happy, that happy medium here, you know, that that like, you know, I always say that five to seven, right? 10 being buck wild, one being like, you know, the rules, like I could pretty much only have carrots and a gallon of water. So we want to really uh, uh, give ourselves there. But the other piece is give ourselves grace. We are going to mess up. You are going to mess up. Just repeat it to yourself. I am going to mess up. But guess what? I'm going to learn, right? Instead of saying it was a failure, it was a learning. So maybe if Again, I asked you to bring some what trip totally truly oh my gosh, truly that was a tongue twister, what truly trips you up. And then from there I could say to myself, you know what? Okay, the boss threw something on my desk. What can I do instead the next time that happens? Uh the next time my kids get sick, can I have dumbbells at home so I could do the workout while they while they nap? Right. What are the like what are kind of starting to brainstorm? And again, as a coach. We can help you to brainstorm those things. But again, we have to have the mindset that we're open to those things, that it's not just, it must be this way. If I don't go to the gym, it is not a workout. If I am not sore, it's not a workout, right? We need to break free of our rigid mindset and be open, open, the, open to the possibilities of it looking different and saying, you know what, unless you are like laying in a bed bedridden like a mummy am i going to lose my gains in like you know let's see your kid gets sick for maybe 48 hours maybe 72 hours max am i going to lose all my gains in 72 hours no not at all not at all um and you know give yourself the grace right give yourself the grace that your expectations were like to the roof when you're just like, you're a mere mortal, you know, so let's take off the cape and this, the lasso. And let's just say we are, you're, a, you are a mere mortal. You are a mere mortal. Repeat that over and over again. And you can only do what you can do. And, you know, once a week, I, I ask my, my clients to give themselves a, a grade and it's, you know, no one ever fails. So you don't, you, you don't fail, you'll learn. So it's like, did you do excellent? Did you do satisfactory? Did you need improvement? And that way we can take it, we can be more reflective than the blame game. Like you suck. You didn't do this. You, 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 you. No, it's like, hey, you know what? This is what happened this week. And if I were to, you know, hindsight being 2020, if I were to redo it again, this is what I would do. Okay. 
Um, and you know, my last podcast, uh, my guest Nina, she talked about like be grateful for all the things your body does. If you were someone who has had a child, like you, like you gave birth to something, like you like carried something for nine months in you, you know, your body just like, you know, gives you the ability to move about in life. You know, you woke up this morning and you didn't have to like grab a cane or some type of like, you know, implement to get up and out, you know, you were able to get up, you have free thought, you know, so, you know, that was really struck me is that we don't give, we don't think about all the things our body has done. We think about all the things our body has not done for us. So we, you get pissed at your body and you say, you suck. And then all the negative things that you say to yourself versus, Hey, you know what? You gave me my kid. You gave me my blah, whatever your your body did versus we always find a way to beat our bodies into bloody submission. So as a coach, one of the, as a coach, my goal is to teach you that daily accountability so that it's never, you know, so many people say like, oh, the weight just came out overnight. The weight never came over overnight. It is that our habits, our habits were always a few steps behind our body and we just didn't notice till we went to go put on those pair of pants and you were like, oh, dang, they don't fit the way I want them to fit. So as a coach, my goal is to work with you to come up with a game plan and be specific. So remember I mentioned, you know, you can't say I want to be healthy. You can't say I want to lose weight. Yes, you can say that. But what does that mean? you know, break it down, like be so specific. You know, I, I use GPS all the time as an example, because here in, in, I live in Boston and here in Boston, Mass Ave runs like 10, 15 miles. I can land in a completely different uh, city if I'm not specific about where on Mass Ave I want to go. So we need to be specific, like specifically healthy. Is it lowering your blood pressure? It is, is it losing weight? Is it lowering cholesterol? Is it sleeping? Like what does healthy look like for you so that we can start to together develop goals that are going to chip away at your definition of healthy? I also follow up with you. You know, uh, uh, one of my clients, Sabrina, she's like, um, she's like, you know, if, if Kim doesn't hear from you, she will track you down and find you. And I, it's funny because she does, she lives in my town. So I can easily like look up her address and ring her doorbell. I wouldn't do that. But if I said that to her, she's like, I wouldn't be shocked if you rang, rang my doorbell and said, Hey, how you doing? But I won't do that to you because I don't want you ringing my doorbell either. <laughs> if you're ringing my doorbell, you better be picking up my Amazon package. All right. I also work with you to review your setbacks and like, what can we learn? You know, we all have setbacks. You're just like, okay, what happened this week? How can, you know, as I mentioned, you know, the kid was sick. Maybe this is the first time your kid got sick and you're like, oh crap, I didn't know what to do. You know, um, one of my uh, former clients, she was a new mom and she was used to always being able to get up and go to the gym before work. And she did that all through her pregnancy. And she was like, why couldn't I do it after I have the kid? Well, her kid got sick for the first time and she was up all night and she was like, oh my goodness. And then it, it happened again. And she was just like, oh, I have to like navigate this. Like, and it was just getting her out of her routine of like, okay, what is it possible for you to, you know, so we ended up, you know, getting her some dumbbells that she could have at home. Uh, we ended up, you know, she was working out at a gym in, uh, 
in the city, we ended up finding a gym that had like reciprocal relationships so she could work out on a Saturday and it had babysitting. So it, it, it all worked out, but it was like having, you know, having someone to help you think out of the box versus this is the box I know, this is the box I have to do. And then being like, pause, how do we rectify this situation? It's not all like all is lost and you're just laying on the ground saying, I'll just wait till she turns 18. And it's it's working with you to one, support you, and but also work with you to brainstorm the strategies because, you know, I talk to a lot of different people and I see different things. And I will admit, I don't know all the answers, but I got a lot of answers. But I also see, you know, sometimes my clients actually all the time, my clients uh, teach me things. They teach me things about new food because Lord knows I can't keep up. There's always some new food that's out there that I can't keep up with. But if they show it to me, I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. I might have to get some of this. Right. (laughs) Or, you know, they give me a, a scenario that they've tried and that it works. And I'm like, hey, that's awesome. So I really, uh, I do a lot of group coaching and we do a lot of group coaching calls because I know that there's somebody, I've seen it done one way, but I know someone out there has had the same challenge and maybe they've skinned that same cat in a different way that maybe I didn't think of, or maybe I can expand upon, or maybe someone else in the group can um expand can expand expand upon and then as we work together i'm like you know i work with you to understand what actually is tripping you up what is keeping you from moving the ball forward and you know it could be these little things that you're just like that you think are big because you're in it right and so um one of my my former guests said this, and it's just, I'm going to use it forever, is that we need to start using data and not drama, right? Because as a person, you're so emotionally connected to it. You're like, this is, this is my problem. I can't get out of it. Where as a third party, I don't have that, um, like my emotions aren't as, as, as uh, supercharged as your emotions, where I can say I have the ability to kind of um, take it at a 30,000 foot level and say, okay, this is what I'm seeing. And how do we start to use some of the data around it and not some of the emotions? We just, you know, put the emotions over here because, you know, we're feeling the feelings and how can we just like really get, get clear on what is the drama? And then also what finally, like, where is that resistance lying? Because many of us think it's, it's discipline, but it's the discipline to learn new tricks. You know, it's not the discipline to try to like retrofit tricks that haven't been working. It's really opening up our mindset to say, where are we getting stuck? And is it because I keep telling myself that this is the only way, right? That I haven't opened up my horizons to think about different things. Or maybe I'm I'm holding resistance that I'm saying, well, Maybe if I go a little bit harder, but or maybe this time will be different because it's August. Maybe this time will be different because it's January. And, you know, we're still maybe 30 days, 60 days later, we still find ourselves back in the same place. And and I say this because, you know, I've had people be like, well, Kim, you know, five years ago, I did this diet and it worked beautifully. And I'm like, great, awesome. However, why did you stop? Because that's that's where the assessment piece right here. It's like, why did you stop? And many of you stopped because it got hard. 
many of you stopped because your life changed. And maybe it was you didn't want to divert, devote that much time in the gym. Maybe you didn't want to devote that much time to meal prep. Maybe you just like, I just, I just can't. Like, I'm a different person than I was. You know, when I competed, I competed, gosh, at this point over 15 years ago. And I'm not that person anymore. Like, I, you know, I, I people will ask, well, would you ever consider competing anymore? And I was like, you know what? I know I can't mentally get to that place that I used to be able to get to. I just, I know, and I'm not going to say can't. I don't want to. I don't want to commit that amount of time. And many of us have to start to um, acknowledge that in ourselves. Acknowledge, like, how much time do I want to spend at the gym? And the time I spend is a quality time because, you know, I uh, I have friends who, in a commercial gym, that could be there for a couple hours, but can I ask them how much of it is workout time and how much of it is jibber jabbing with everybody there you know so it's like really we have to start to say to ourselves why are we so resistant to the change you know if it's not getting me what i want and then finally you know it's it's looking at the roadblocks this roadblocks we can finally get to the point of where we we're releasing all of these old stories all of these old mindsets and we're finally able to say you know what i want it to be easy because that's the point i am right now I want it to be easy. I know that this is how much time I want to devote to the gym. I know this is how much mental effort I want to devote to food. And in order to get to that place, I had to come up with, these are my three things that I know if I do these every single day, I am working towards my health. I know that if I get in this type of workout, I feel really good and I don't resent the workout and I don't, I'm not, not, I'm not like, well, I got to work out. And then I come up with a, a million different excuses for why I can't work out. So, so one, so as I, you know, wrap up the, the, the podcast here, why is it my, why am I not getting my results? And it comes down to two things. One, I am not consistent. I'm chasing things that are challenging for me to be consistent. And I'm asking you to give yourself this 90-day runway and say, what are one to three things that I can do consistently? And it's not something you're doing right now. If you are, if you are consistently, so I, I um I'm running a program called the Belly Fat Code. And these two women are like, oh, every single day I have the salad, I love it. Boom. Great. You're already freaking doing it. So give me two other things that you are not already doing. This is this is what we need to do. Like I sure if that that's a great habit, wonderful. But what are two other things you can do? And those are the types of things that we we got to get into. So if those are things that you're like, Kim, I don't even know what my one thing is. Do me a favor, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation as to how we can get you onto these one to three things that I can do on a regular basis that will make me feel healthy. So that it's not a matter of, did I hit my macros? Did I hit my calories? Did I not have carbs? It's like, these are the three things. And we start there and then we build and we build and we build. We're building a foundation of a house that's going to be like, you know, like the three little pigs couldn't blow it down. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stay fabulous. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. 
In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Thank you.